0: Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are the Vox Hunters, Armand Araman and Benedict Gagliardi. We recorded this two weeks ago in Providence, Rhode Island, right before a house show we played together with Jake Blunt. This episode is brought to you by listeners like you. That's right. Get Up In The Cool is listener-supported. You'll hear the occasional sponsor, but the ad revenue is honestly tiny when compared to the donations I get from listeners. Speaking of which, I wanna shout out Get Up In The Cool's newest supporters. Thank you, Michael Scott Warden and Christy McCain for supporting the show. And John Weaver, you just raised your pledge amount and not even for a different reward level. That's amazing. Thank you all so much. I love making this show, but it's a lot of work and I would not be able to do it without you. If you're one of the 5,000 people who download Get Up In The Cool every week, I would really appreciate it if you could chip in. And you will get some exclusive bonus content for your generosity. I occasionally make Full video episodes there's a secret bonus track podcast where my guests and I play an additional tune not featured in the interview and at higher levels of support you could join me for a monthly online banjo workshop and download the whole get up in the cool tune archive featuring every tune and song played on the show separated from the dialogue organized into albums there's currently about 50 hours of music in there For those of you who are old time musicians, it's a pretty great learning resource for how people today play this music. So if you want to help Get Up In The Cool and get some exclusive bonus content, follow the link in this episode's show notes that says support Get Up In The Cool on Patreon, or just Google Get Up In The Cool Patreon and choose a support level that works for you. I want to thank Elderly Instruments in Lansing, Michigan for sharing Get Up In The Cool online with their customers and increasing the reach of the show. Next time you need an instrument upgrade or new music gear, visit their online store at Elderly.com. Stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how you can keep up with this week's amazing guests. But first, here's my interview and jam with the Vox Hunters. Enjoy. Extra flaky. Gagliardi.
1: Oh,
0: take two. Whew. Armand Araman Benedict Gagliardi. Welcome to get up from the cool. Yay! <laughs> First try. <Yeah. laughs> try. No trouble. <laughs> uh, good names. Um. So, uh,
2: where are we right now? Uh, we are sitting in. Uh, the front room of our friend, Brianna. Brianna, how do you pronounce her last name?
3: Bulky?
2: It is Bulky, okay. Brianna Balky's house, uh, somewhere on the east side of Providence, Rhode Island.
0: <laughs> right on. And uh, um, I've been in contact with you for the last couple years, um, and yeah. I always planned to come out here when I lived in Philly. And, uh, and then you moved away. And then uh, I moved away, and I never did, and I apologize, but I'm here now to make up for it. And uh, (laughs) since then I've been listening to your album constantly. Oh no. My son, (laughs) my son actually, this is his favorite track. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Not, oh, not because, of because of the, the groundhog. <laughs> yeah. You have uh, two. It's a medley of the Groundhog song. And he likes the part where it goes, oh, Groundhog. <laughs> he absolutely loves that. You wouldn't believe how many
4: toddlers that's like their. <laughs> yeah. Th- you could summon toddlers by playing that song
2: because they just got,
4: oh, you're shouting about giant rodents. Yeah. like to dance around to that.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's funny because when we recorded that, that was the one that I felt like least enthusiastic about and turns out it's the most popular
0: man amongst, that's always how it goes it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do the groundhog song Wait, yep, is, that's pretty much how people yeah. say yeah. Uh,
0: and then the tune well, that we just played
2: yeah Patuxent Patuxet. Yeah, yeah so that is a place in Rhode Island um, sort of n- named after Patuxent Village uh, somewhere it's like Warwick Cranston, Rhode Island. Notice the accent there. Oh, yeah. Warwick. Warwick. But it's... It's Warwick. Warwick. Yeah, yeah. I actually, when I... I grew up saying Warwick. I'm from West Warwick. And when I moved to Boston, I started pronouncing it Warwick because I had to, you know, I didn't want to... to, Make myself more Coat clear. Switching. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then I met a friend. Uh, a friend from England was telling me, "Oh, yeah, we pronounce Wark over in England." And i was just like, "Oh, yeah, oh my God, <laughs> the Rhode Island accent! It's a thing." So I'm, I'm trying to, like, bring that back in myself. How, uh, how far away is,
0: uh,
2: work, from? Warwick. I guess it's
0: not very far away because Rhode Island is just a tiny little state. Oh so yeah, it's close. Man, it
2: takes like less than an hour to get to the opposite end of the state. Great. But yeah.
4: an hour to a Rhode Islander is approximately equal to, like, a light year for a normal person. Okay, so the cultures are oh different. 10, 20 minutes, that's
2: enough of a travel
4: time to pack an overnight bag.
2: Yeah, yeah that's the, the equivalent of, like, someone in Texas going, I drive an hour to get my groceries. Yeah. 10 minutes is... Uh, is yeah. a burden. Is a burden, <laughs> yeah, for a Rhode Islander. Yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, so we'll probably mostly see... Providence people tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I originally named the tune, I think, The Boathouse, because uh, I went on a date with an ex. Well, we're exes now. <laughs> um, but I sort of named the tune f- about this place where we used to hang out. Yeah. And then I found out that, you know, the Irish fiddle player Liz Carroll? No, she's she's a prolific composer and she writes a lot of tunes and she wrote a tune called the Boathouse
0: about her ex. About her ex, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's the same.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: no, I don't think maybe I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, but she not only wrote a tune called the Boathouse, but she also wrote a tune called the Houseboat. Just so the bases. Was t- yeah. T- yeah. So then it was Ben who suggested that we rename it Patuxet. Yeah, yeah. Just
0: because of the logistics, not because. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. It was probably
4: during a date to the boathouse that it puts
1: <laughs> That's Yeah. Right, Where we, yeah. so. yeah. we went
2: on a date. I'm like, you know what? It's time to time for this tune to move on. <laughs> and so that was probably around the the beginning of our like Rhode Island music obsession. Yeah. So So you re-
0: like, I guess I'm very unfamiliar with the music and even what it is, but Us is, two. Did, no okay. one's familiar with it. Is is there any way that this tune is like written in the vernacular of Rhode Island, or is it? Does it bear yeah. any resemblance?
2: No, I actually wrote it. God, it was like, oh god, two thousand two thousand seven. I was. Uh, at Berkeley College of Music, and I was in Mark Silence's old time ensemble. Aww. And so. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. So that was one of the tunes that uh, I brought to the class, and we all learned. Cool. Um, and yeah, way back then it was called the the house boat house, the oh, house yeah. boat. no the boat house <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Um, the house and, boats
2: and then I like kind of forgot about it for a really long time until about the time we recorded the tune, and I kind of forgot how much fun it is to play. It. <laughs>
0: twisty thing so I for some reason thought that like Patuxet it sounds like Puxatani Phil and like Groundhog so I think I was just like but that's a Pennsylvania thing I think I was just like doing free association oh there's a lot of pa- something
4: or other like yeah Pawtucket is the town over from Providence but there's another town called Pawcatuck. That's a town over it's from s- westerly and southern end of Rhode
2: Island. It's very, and then it, there's Pawtuxet in the middle. It's yeah. all
0: very onomatopoeic. In, yeah, it
4: but, yeah. It, yeah, it is. Yeah,
2: It sounds like different kinds of spitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all due yeah. respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's all—they're all different places. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> don't get confused. Okay,
4: but Pawtuxet's an important one because it's, of course, where the American Revolution started.
2: Indeed. I didn't know that. It's not in it... Boston.
4: Sorry, Boston listeners. Remain seated. <laughs> it's where the, the first offensive action of the colonists upon the British took place in the burning of the Gatsby. Gatsby. Uh, Gatsby. Yeah, Did I say the Gatsby. Gatsby? Yeah. <laughs> the great Gatsby was burned in <laughs> The Gatsby, yeah. Uh, there was like a... Uh, this this british ship that kept demanding things and tracking down you know providence sailors and merchants and they had enough so they met up in some pub in Patuxet, and they decided to dress up as native americans board the ship and
0: burn it to the ground oh, burn is it this to the water so different than the Boston Tea Party. Very different. And they just like really like defensive <laughs> cosplay. Back yeah, then. yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah exactly. But it's the, 1772. They're like it's yeah. honoring. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> There's no tea was harmed in okay. the, the burning of that ship that yeah. we
2: care to tell about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. But they still wore offensive uh, yeah. <laughs> costumes. Yeah. 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 Or rather, them doing it was offensive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so Patuxent Great. So, how did you all? You said that was the beginning of your um, obsession with Rhode Island music. I don't
4: yeah. know if you use
2: that word or not. Oh, <laughs> Rhode Island music, very yeah. accurate. Yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, I thought you meant was.
0: obsession.
4: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah all of
2: that, all of the above is accurate.
0: Are, our focus is pretty blinders on. Are there resources? How did you find?
4: Yeah, I how mean, did you find it all. It's all just any anywhere you go. There's some poetry or ballads or some tunes that have some local relevance or origins. They're mostly just buried in old books and broadside ballads and and, uh, field recordings and all kinds of stuff.
0: So are there like a... Are there elders in the community that are playing this music, or did you have to get it all from s- source recordings
2: and books? Uh, the elders are all dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and they've all been digitized. That's old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean,
4: there's a there's a strong older generation here, especially in, like in the Irish music scene. Providence mm-hmm. has been a pretty
0: significant scene of Irish music, for- but they're not necessarily playing this stuff. I mean, that we're about to play. Yeah, that Never. we're about to yeah. play. No,
4: there's the one tune. The, the Providence Reel
2: that has a local legend to go along with it. Yeah, but even that's disputed. So, <laughs> and the reason why we got into um, thinking more about Rhode Island music or doing more Rhode Island music research is because we, we go to a lot of singing festivals, folk yeah. music festivals, uh, especially in the summer. But all year round, and we meet a lot of people who, you know, they'll say, oh, I learned this song from my family up in maine it's a family song and we've been singing it for generations you know <laughs> or like i come from a family of miners and these are some mining songs you know and some labor songs that we sang or that i learned from my grandparents
0: they just had this like ownership of the
2: music that and you were like what is yeah exactly and like y'all? i grew up yeah. playing irish music like i've been playing irish music since i was like 15 and i'm filipino so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah and then it was about that just kind of getting fed up with that you know and being like well what do we have we're just yeah. like singing songs from england yeah, yeah. so we end up just googling it that's kind Thank of how you, it Google all started books. <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of a lot of the stuff that we found has been digitized and is housed at like the library of congress or uh through the historical societies especially the rhode island historical society yeah. and the john hay library at brown university They have a broadside collection. Yeah, one of the really fun things is like these
4: old ephemeral sheets of lyrics or poems or announcements called broadsides that people used to sell on street corners back in the 1800s or something. And they have collections of them digitized, and you could look through them. And some of them are very obviously songs. Sometimes they're very obviously set to a certain melody. Sometimes they say, to the tune of Yankee Doodle Dandy.
2: Way too many of them say that. (laughs) Yeah, so we don't necessarily want to put out like an album of just... Yankee Doodle parodies, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but there's lots of like really localized stuff that people just wrote about what was going
4: on
0: um, in their neck of the woods. Yeah. Well, yeah. What are we gonna play next?
2: What are we gonna play? We're gonna play next? Fort Smith breakdown. Okay, so this uh, is
0: this is not a. Uh,
2: no, no, it's camera. not a roadhouse.
0: See, because you also play. This is an old time tune, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the only context I played it in, but I don't actually know the story behind
2: it. Yeah, yeah uh, neither do I. But uh, <laughs> my origin story with the tune is that uh, I I've been going to the old time string band class at Brown University. Yeah. For the past uh, couple of years, I guess, and uh, Sam Ostrowski and Rory McLeod. I'm not sure if you've ever run into them. Nope. I like At Clifftop or something, but they lead the class. Um, they're friends with. Danny Danny Davis and Molly. Danny Danny McIrvin. No. They have a little baby, uh, Roy and Cleo. They said they've played with your baby, Theo. Oh,
0: my God. I do know them. I didn't. Danny and Molly.
2: Yeah, Danny, yeah, Danny and Molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't know their last names. Of course, Cleo. Yeah, There's yeah. a really
0: adorable picture of Theo and Cleo holding hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Wait, have you oh seen the God. Facebook video of them playing in their backyard? Yeah. Oop. Oop. Chili accident, um, and, and then I think I think it's Cleo who like goes up to the camera and she like whips out her like you know thirty second size fiddle yeah. and she's like I need a tune I need to tune and she's like knocking over the camera. It's really adorable. <laughs> but they used to lead the class. Why did I bring this up? Yeah, they used to lead the class. They're friends with Sandal and Rory, so oh, I very know good. them very good. Um, but this is one of the tunes that they taught in the class. Mm -hmm. Let me just get to G real quick. Yeah, me too. Ah, here it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's a harmonica. (laughs) The old tin sandwich. There are (laughs) a bunch of names. There's the uh, the tin sandwich, and then there's the uh, mouth organ. This is something burger. Oh, the reed (laughs) burger?
4: No, what was it? (laughs) Come up
1: with more.
2: It's on. It's on Wikipedia.
4: musical entree, the musical hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, the uh, The
2: blow come. The blowcomb. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Only played by whales.
0: In Portland, Oregon, they call it the kiss can.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's the, the mouth baleen burger. <laughs> Oof. Quick! Before we come up with more, <laughs> yeah. not giving the incentive to oh, fish man. too. All right, I needed the sunny day. Yeah. All right, here we go. Wait!
4: Wait! 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 Dip that in a glass of
2: water. Yeah. Okay. Lubricated and ready to go. <laughs>
1: You can say You're right for a gay couple? Like, come on.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: I didn't. I didn't draw attention to it. <laughs> so.
4: evolves to the truth.
0: Oh, it's I'm, Doc's van.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a far,
0: far, far away. I Where? crossed the
4: border from Connecticut. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in Rhode Island
0: standards, that's Yeah, you might as well another be be world. Martian, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Great. Hey. You enjoyed it. you really
2: defensive Sorry, making
4: them turn green. No, I did not grow up in Rhode Island. Okay.
0: <laughs> you grew up in Connecticut. Yeah,
4: great. Which is nearby, but very
0: dissimilar somehow. Yeah. And uh, Rhode Island people aren't like, how dare you appropriate our music. Yeah. No, they,
4: do. they don't really play it <laughs> <Yeah>. either. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah,
2: cause they didn't hate. even know that's Rhode
0: Island music. So you didn't learn this music from uh, living people. Are, people. are more living people, other than the two of you, um, playing this music now, now that you're Are you doing, like, workshops on it and stuff? Well, yeah, the folks that we've
4: given songs to um, are definitely singing those songs. But there's also, like, um, there's a strong history of fife and drum music in Rhode Island. So there's a lot of local fife and drum tunes. Like, a really, really common tune that's in the fife and drum world and Irish music and sort of contra dance music is a tune called The Road to Boston. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, no 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 it's not yeah yeah.
0: sorry It's, it's it's
4: like it it's one of those tunes that drifts into other every type of musical world but it's a rhode island tune on the road to boston from rhode island um and it's uh, it's also called the the Kentish Guards March, the Kentish
0: Guards March, and Nathaniel Green's March. Yeah, that's right. That one sounds familiar to me. Oh, really? Oh. Is that a name that, that I would recognize? Is
2: uh, the, yeah. He, what did he,
0: he
4: do? Yeah. He was like second in command to Washington. That's
0: probably right. Yeah, I probably don't know the march. <laughs> <laughs>
4: probably <laughs> just know history but his Yeah, so just so. the name.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of Rhode Islanders. There are a lot what of Rhode- is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the
0: birthplace of the revolution. <laughs> the
2: Birthplace of the revolution. Yeah. Oh, I'm feeling so patriotic <laughs> just
0: <stuff>. being here. <laughs>
2: I know. I need to take off my hat and yeah. <laughs> hold it over my heart.
4: Uh, but yeah, well, there's, so there's like that realm of Rhode Island music. There, uh, Rhode Island has the oldest fiddlers club
2: in America.
0: No way. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called?
2: 1904 one. Pre 1910, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it still exists now, but I think they're based in Connecticut, Ugh. which is kind of it's kind of effed up. That <laughs> sucks. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but you know, I think it's also just over the border, yeah, as well. Yeah, but, but we still yeah. we still need to get over there. Yeah, and, there's uh, also a lot of archives.
4: there's like a lot of um, like modern folk music from Rhode Island in the traditional sort of idiom um john campbell if you say rhode island folk music people say oh john campbell he's an amazing amazing songwriter and poet and yeah. jewel jewelry maker in point judith um point judith. yeah and he writes these very localized uh songs about clam cakes and
2: and tourists and Rhode and Island life yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's he's got this great song uh sort of a like shanty parody called "Tinkeray Martino <laughs> <laughs> and it's about it's about all the uh the the like the kids who work on Paul McCartney's yacht and just stir the caviar <laughs> Is it that <not? laughs> and like dust off the counters or something is it that one or is it a different one
0: does the, Paul McCartney have a yacht out here
2: it might have been Doctor at some all right, point. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Might be a tall tale, but I mean, yeah. because like Newport is right down the street, and the Newport Folk Festival is there. I'm sure right. there are a bunch of you know famous yachts
1: Makes and sense. famous yeah, yacht
0: owners it's all coming together. Now. Oh yeah, what are we? This this next one's a song, right? Yeah. And you found these lyrics?
1: Yeah.
2: So this is I found this. Uh, this is from the Harris Broadside Collection at uh, housed in the John Hay Library at Brown University, and, um, this was written about the 1870s or so by, uh, a man named Richard Driver of Valley Falls, Rhode Island, and he wrote this song around the time when the General Assembly was, uh, deliberating over voting for decreasing the, the workday to 10 hours. (laughs) <laughs> Down from like sixty work hours <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it didn't have a melody, but I added a melody to it, and that's something that we you know we find we kind of have to do, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just are more, because... more
0: written stuff than transcribed melodies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: sometimes they'll say, yeah, to the tune of Yankee Doodle, or oh, right. of right, right. Mrs. Brady's pianoforte. But this one didn't have anything, and we didn't want to use Yankee Doodle, so... Great. We decided to... We've it only good. put so many songs to Yankee Doodle. It's a great tune, <laughs> but, you know... We want to work ten hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. It's like, oh, sounds great. Um, but it's awesome because the guy, was, uh, the person who wrote it was a mill owner. Um, So he was, like, caring about the well-being of his employees.
3: Yeah. Awesome. It's Mm. kind of fucked up. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
2: All right, let me get my ukulele. Let's see here. This is one of,
4: like, our our difficult but enjoyable creative endeavors is setting tunes to these old broadside ballads and stuff. Yeah. Because you're kind of, like, creating... Tradition or something like—you're bringing it to life. The words are still there, but you know you, you have to choose wisely when it comes to the melody. Sure. Okay. But sometimes we we find a song that has a melody. It's like a song about a mill burning down, and it's this jolly, light-hearted melody. We're like, eh, let's make it a little darker. Yeah, it comes from the 1880s, <laughs> yeah. and it's like
2: a cute parlour song about <laughs> death. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and disaster. Alrighty. What's the name?
0: What's the name
2: of this? Oh, it's called Ten Hours a Day. Ten Hours a Day. Right. Yeah. And what's really awesome is that uh, you know, especially with old songs and old lyrics, sometimes there are problematic words or phrases or just like you don't say. <laughs> yeah, things that just wouldn't fly today. And luckily, most of this stuff. I'm especially with broadsides. Uh, there tend to be many verses. There mm-hmm. are like five other verses that I could have. But I don't feel like it. (laughs) Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, But for the most part, these were the words that he wrote. You know, I just kind of changed, like us guys, to we. Sure. You know, so that kind of fits. fits That's a way better rhythmically too, musically too. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't us guys, but it was something like you know, we hardworking men, something like that. (laughs) Alrighty, shall we? Yeah. All right. Start with the chorus. So,
1: one, two. Oh, we want less work. We want more play. Oh, we want to work ten hours a day. We want to stop one hour for noon. And we want these things, and we want them soon. Oh, we want more truth. We want more light. Oh, we all want to have our rights. Oh, we want to make their miseries less. Oh, we want change. We want progress. We want to work ten hours a day. but We want to stop one hour for noon and we want these things and we want them soon. Oh, we all want more time to read, more time to take a mental feed, more time to grasp the eternal facts and stamp them on our risen legs. Less work, we want more play We want to work ten hours a day We want to stop one hour for noon And we want these things and we want them soon. Oh, the state of things ought not to be What is it else but slavery When we sin against the laws of health A plan cursed beneath our wealth We want less work, we want more play, we want to work ten hours a day, we want to stop one hour for noon, and we want these things, and we want them soon. And this is done ten thousand times, and from it comes ten thousand crimes. Oh, we sin against the laws of hell, and plant a curse beneath our We want to work 10 hours a day, we want to stop one hour for noon, and we want these things, and we want them soon. Day. We want to stop one hour for noon And we want these things and we want them soon This hurry up and this go ahead This long hour race for daily day The bread will have an end for it does not pay. We therefore want ten hours a day Oh, we want less work, we want more play Oh, we want to work ten hours a day We want to stop one hour for soon we want less work we want more play we want to work 10 hours a day we want to stop one hour for noon we want these things and we want
4: Rhode Island music, you do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Very good.
1: <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh.
0: How did you two meet?
1: Providence uh, brought us together.
2: <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so our friend John Warner uh, set us up. Thanks, John Warner. Yeah. Musically Warner.
0: or romantically?
2: Both, both. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's great. <laughs> we, we both spent a lot of time in Irish music, playing Irish tunes, jigs and reels, and all good stuff, and we still do, and it's fun and great. Um, and John was a friend of mine from Connecticut, and we used to play at a session in Willimantic while I was at undergrad at UConn. And John and I got to know who each other were, and then he said, "I know someone who you'd love to meet," and I don't even know how well he
2: knew you, but. Yeah, I had only run into him at, like, two different festivals at that point, and I was just like, oh, cool, John, great guy, cool piper, I know nothing about him, but he's cool, and I used to run an Irish session uh, in Providence for, like, I don't know, on and off for, like, six, seven years or something at a place, at a bar called re which, I think there are, like, a bunch of re around the country. Re-Ra? Rera. Okay. Yeah. Um, and used to run Irish session from like my senior year of high school through uh, six years after that, and John brought Ben up to that session. John delivered me to <laughs> our store.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and I was in a relationship at that time, but uh, we all oh kind shit, of- Oops. <laughs> Whoa. and the drama. It's all out now. Um, but we got uh, dinner afterwards at RERA because they had a, they have a really good Irish breakfast. If you ever find a RERA around you. Except it, so it's brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I kind of made sure kind of just throw out there, oh, yeah, well oh, my boyfriend, blah, 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 just to let him know that yeah. we're, we're bad for the same team and kind of just planted some seeds because I knew that my current relationship at that time was going to end yeah not because I was trying to is this
0: Boathouse Boy no okay <laughs> no. <laughs> so <many>. Boathouse Boy
2: <laughs> no this also is this someone the like... at the Boathouse at some point <laughs> yeah no this is like three relationships later okay, wait, wait, wait. okay Boathouse Boy new tune shoot that's a good tune <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Boathouse Boy stirring that uh uh caviar <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we met through Irish music, and uh, in the beginning, I had a minimal interest in singing, and it wasn't, and also minimal interest in Connecticut. <laughs> um, and it wasn't until, you know, Ben started bringing me to Irish sessions in New Haven and stuff at, uh, was it Anna Liffey's? Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it's still there. Yeah it's, yeah, it's still there. There used to be an awesome Irish session there, and... Um, he would bring me down there and I'd realize, oh, whoa, Irish music doesn't have to be this like snooty, you know, like uppity exclusive thing huh. like, people can be really good and be, you know, and know how to have a, a fun time mm-hmm. Yeah. at the same time. I won't really elaborate on that. <laughs>
3: okay, great, great.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, cause you said you didn't do singing before then.
2: I like... You know, did the whole singing in my bedroom, like singing right. uh, unrequited love songs in ukulele. That sure. sort of thing. Um, but I think I remember was talking more about the different culture in Connecticut rather than, I see. than y- singing. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Sorry, that's a thought. <laughs> I mean. And in addition to seeing the wonders of Connecticut, there are a few. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we started going to more uh, festivals at revolved around singing gotcha yeah so a lot of like maritime music uh festivals like the mystic the mystic sea music festival yeah. in mystic connecticut yeah not far from here mm-hmm. but far for rhode islander yeah uh, and where else like there's the youth trad song weekend in western mass and where else various other singing yeah festivals. yeah <laughs> and like a lot of places well i'd like to think a lot of places have you know their local pubs sing. And so we've also started one in Providence as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I
0: haven't seen the posts for those, and
2: yeah, yeah, you still haven't shown wish, up. Wish I yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> ghosting you. <all. laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. we always have a seat, and you never show
0: up. <laughs> uh, let me get to D real quick. Um,
2: yes. Oh yeah, for those tunes. Yeah. Those tunes. Yeah. Can I have your A?
4: All the moments of tuning from all the episodes you've ever made is just making them a super cut. Yeah, ah, oh, that'd be awesome. I'm just, like, yeah, just hours tuning. of tuning. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the banjo player's anthem or something. <laughs> <laughs> just different. Twinks. Ring, ring, ring. Yeah. All the off-color jokes <laughs> usually happen during. No cheating. two anthems are the same. <laughs> Why was I laughing at you? No, I'm I thought i think of it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two tunes. Two, Two tunes. tunes. Yeah, <gasps> yeah so... F- you first. Oh, okay. Uh, the Swamp Hornet Reel and The Bells of Newport.
4: And the first one comes from a field recording from the Helen Hartness Flanders Ballad Collection of a man in Wakefield, Rhode Island named William Hazard Webster. Uh, and he was, as far as we could tell, from... Our research on ancestry.com for the fun of it, a seventh-generation Rhode Islander who Man. learned songs and tunes from his father and grandfather, and a, presumably they were passed on to them by their elders as well. Um, but we found like a lot of stuff in Helen Hartnesslander's ballad collection is really really cool. It's digitized it's online through the Middlebury College website, and she was one of the many intrepid women in New England who went out collecting ballads that were orally passed down to the generations before they were lost to the radio
2: waves. Yeah. So more than just Alan Lomax. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, (laughs) because everyone thinks of Alan Lomax, but
4: in New England, very much it was the work of uh, a number of women that, that were really invested and interested enough to go meet people, talk to them and ask if they could record their songs. Cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's the first tune. And, and so we have since found out that Swamp Hornet Reel is not the original name. It's actually a severe mishearing of Scotch Hornpipe. Oh,
0: <laughs> Swamp Hornet Reel is
4: Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. but okay, it's such fantastic. a badass name. So we're, if you
2: Google Swamp Hornet Reel, the only thing that comes up is references to this recording. Yeah.
4: And we're entomologically
2: sweet. inclined, so
4: we like that better. Sure, Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then the second tune is The Bells of Newport, which is an old Fife tune that was found in a manuscript by somebody Murphy uh, I think it's dated like 1837 and it's housed at the Library of Congress uh, which is not in Rhode Island unfortunately (laughs) Um, and very inaccessible Um, and it's I guess an old five tune that I think was composed by Mr. Murphy Mr. Murphy yeah so and the Newport in in the tune is Newport Rhode Island
1: yeah Yeah. which is pretty (laughs) sweet awesome yeah (laughs) All righty. (laughs)
2: Could you go?
0: <laughs> cool all right, good. yeah I'm, I'm very impressed well impressed with you we felt two. the hornet sure. stinging there yes <laughs> <laughs> okay so we have one more to hmm. do um, but before we do that where do people go to uh, buy all of your Providence. different kinds of things <laughs> and how yeah
2: and how uh, so we've got a website Voxhunters.com. So Vox with a V uh, Not Lox with an L Or Vox with a B yeah. yeah or Fox with an F yeah. <laughs> um, And uh, That'll lead to The stuff that we have For sale that helps pay our rent Very good <laughs> Yeah. And uh, we're also in an Irish music band uh, The Ivy Leaf uh, which is based in Boston, and so you can find that at the Ivy Leaf or IvyLeafMusic dot com. Yeah. Uh, and I'm also a violin maker. <laughs> yes. and uh, you can find uh, work slash pay me money uh, to buy my instruments at ArminViolins dot com. A R O M I N Violins. So eloquent and convincing when it comes to peddling your goods yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah bring a blank check
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you have a um a spitzer S- space telescope ha- give you, gave you a new plaque right for yeah,
2: yeah yeah ben uh ben went to college with uh, uh spitzer, no or he was at boston oh. university
4: i went to Hoot Nannies while i was in college with that that he put together up in boston
2: yeah Right. I've known him a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and he also did the album art uh, for... uh, Oh, very good. Yeah. And he's doing that for our next one, too, which is going to be all Rhode Island stuff. He's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. And fun fact. Did you know that this podcast is the reason why I play old-time music again? (gasps) Because I...
0: Because I asked you to be on the show, like, a while ago, and you were like, I don't really play old-time music, and so (laughs) that means a lot to me, that (laughs) (laughs) I could bring you
2: back, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, through just, like, the being confused for Bach Vui at at a music festival.
0: (laughs) By one of our friends who will not be named.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's actually funny, because I was, uh, or we were playing a gig at a benefit in Newport, and someone came up to me and was like, oh, do you... Do you go to the Cantab in Boston like on Tuesday nights? Because I think I've seen you there. You play mandolin, right? Oh my god, is this another person? A
0: A different person. Oh my god.
2: Confuse me for Dan Bowie.
0: His brother. (laughs) Who you look even more different from. Yes.
2: Yes. But, you know, it's totally fine because uh, it makes me think of the time. The second time I brought one of my bandmates to uh, a Thanksgiving party. Yeah. So, like, she was the like you know one of three white people there and everyone else is Filipino and my aunt came up to us and I was like oh auntie you remember my friend right? you met her last year Yeah. and she was like standing right next to me and my aunt's just like oh no I don't but it's nice to see you again and she just looks at me as if she wasn't there and goes they all look the same (laughs) (laughs) so there's that
0: (laughs) oh (laughs) On that note Yeah, on that note (laughs) Yeah Thanks
2: (laughs) That's going to be your parenthetical title (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) the Fox Scepters Not the Bowie Brothers
0: (laughs) 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 Let me get to A real quick Oh, um, yeah, intro this last tune, please Yeah, what are we playing? This one's interesting
4: So another source of rhode island music are old tune books and this one is uh it's by a man named george saunders and he published it in providence in 1847 called the new scientific method for violin instruction or something like that very scientific (laughs) but it's science Science. (laughs) it's chock full of his own compositions his own interesting little tunes um and a couple of them um we didn't know this until we found a copy of the book and learned some of his tunes. A couple of them are really common in Irish music repertoire. And they were originally in different keys and and, uh, sort of different types of tunes. Um, But this one we found called Nickerson's Reel. We learned it and, you know, we don't... Around here, I don't know if we play old-time music. We play Yeah, we play, like, southern tunes and stuff because they're fun. But what's old-time music in Rhode Island? Yeah guess it's like whatever tune fits the groove so this one we got just out of a book and it felt sort of old-timey the really interesting thing and this is just a crazy theory of mine that you may or may not agree with when you listen to the tune the b part has a very very striking resemblance to a very well-known tune called the year of jubilo oh interesting henry clay (laughs) work yeah who is from the town over in connecticut from where i grew up middletown connecticut
2: Wow. It's not right
4: out. Yeah. Um, but he published that song in the eighteen sixties, the early eighteen sixties, and George Saunders, the author of this tune, yeah. published his book in eighteen forty seven.
1: So Yeah. And a lot interesting.
4: Of,
2: and a lot of people who released books of this kind, you know the ones where like you open it up and it has just like advertisements for other sheet yeah, music yeah. books and stuff. I mean, I guess it was well known that a lot of people would just Steal from other books, included it in their own <coughs> collections, and say that they wrote it. Mm. But I don't know. We'd like to think that George Saunders wrote a majority of these tunes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a crazy theory, but we like crazy theories. No,
0: I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> Even more discredit to that <laughs> <Yeah>. Dear Tupelo <laughs> band on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rhode
2: Island started the American Revolution. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right,
2: ready, ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright
0: hunters have a self-titled album that you should own take it from me i listen to it all the time i mean trust me don't take my copy get your own they also have a book called the ocean state songster volume one a collection of 29 songs and 27 tunes celebrating the musical heritage of rhode Island. both of those are available at their website thevoxhunters.com or in this episode's show notes on your podcast app also in the show notes are links to the Rhode Island Pub Sings Facebook group, the Vox Hunters on Facebook and Instagram, Armand and Ben's Irish group, the Ivy Leaf, and Armand's violin shop, Aramon Violins. And finally, if you're in the Rhode Island area on a third Sunday, stop by Nick and Knees for the Old Time Jam. You can support Get Up in the Cool on Patreon and get many hours of exclusive bonus content. Just follow the link in this episode's show notes or Google Get Up in the Cool Patreon. If you want to hang out with me twice a week, I have another podcast called Think Outside the Box Set. You can find that wherever you get your podcasts or boxset.website. That's all for now, friends. Thank you for listening. Come back same time next week to get up in the cool.